0: I haven't thought much of this show for a while, but if you watched Hitalia, you probably remember the infamous episode about the founding of the modern Olympics. You know, the one where France tries to assault England in a mmm manner. Yeah. Needless to say, it was one of the most uncomfortable episodes to watch. Well, considering the fact that the Olympics are now in season, I'm going to talk about this event. Good God! So there was this dude in France named, excuse my American accent, Baron Pierre de Coubertin, January first, eighteen sixty-three to nineteen thirty-seven, and although he was kind of short at five foot three inches, he really, really liked sports. After a trip to rugby England, he saw that the English education system included sports and thought. That would be a great idea for French schools. He believed that sports were vital to both brain and body growth. But the tricky part was how he was going to go about implementing this. After a trip to the ruins of Olympia in Greece, he got the notion in his brain that the Olympics would be the perfect way to turn his idea into reality. In his mind, the Olympics would not only foster the growth of his previous idea, but also encourage bravery, endurance fairness, and the spread of sports to the world. At the 1989 Paris Expo, famous for unveiling the Eiffel Tower, Pierre organized the world's first Congress on Physical Education and Scholar Competition, where he met and created a, quote, network of educators, politicians, aristocrats, and leaders in commerce, culture, and sport, which would help him fulfill his Olympic dream. Thanks, official Olympics website. In 1892, Pierre first suggested his idea for the Olympics. Although not many people caught on initially, it grew until on June 23, 1894, in the Grand Amphitheater of the Sorbonne in Paris, 2,000 people rose in approval of Pierre's proposal. The 79 delegates from the nine countries present at the time unanimously approved of his Grand Plan. Thus, the International Olympic Committee... IOC was formed, with Pierre as its president, and the first games were planned to be held in 1896 in Athens, Greece. The games opened with King Georgios I of Greece and 60,000 or so spectators welcoming the 241 athletes from 14 countries. These countries were Australia, Austria, Bulgaria, Chile, Denmark, France, Germany, Great Britain, plus Ireland, Greece obviously, Hungary, Italy, Sweden, Switzerland, and the USA. An Olympics anthem composed by Spartan Samaras, lyrics by Costas Palamas, was played as the background of the first Olympics opening ceremony, which I would sing, but it's in Greek. Thank language barriers for saving you this time. Continuing, for the years afterwards, various different pieces of background music were played until, in 1960, this anthem became the official one. At the time of the first modern Olympics, there were 43 events, including track and field, swimming, gymnastics, cycling, wrestling, weightlifting, fencing, shooting, and tennis. Most of the sports from the original games, you know, the ones from way back in ancient Greece, were included in this modern reboot. Only guys were allowed to compete, and funnily enough, several of the competitors were tourists who accidentally stumbled upon the Games. The first-ever Modern Olympics champ was American James Cannoli, who won the triple jump on April 6th. Hey, I bet if this guy ever became a comedian, his jokes, contrary to mine, would be comedy gold. Come on people give some laughs laugh come on see this was just what i was talking about with my bad jokes oh and speaking of americans their athletes won nine out of 12 of the track and field events held at the panathenic stadium which was originally built in 330 bc bet you didn't know that along with that the first marathon was hosted at this olympics which used the route a Greek soldier ran from Marathon to Athens when bringing word of their victory over the Persians in 490 BC. The Greeks were especially keen on winning this competition, and they did when Spyrdon Lewis crossed the finish line before 100,000 spectators, beating out the second guy by 4 kilometers 7 minutes. Oh, and Funny, or scary story, given whose perspective this is from, for the 1,200-meter swimming event, the contestants were dumped by a boat in the middle of the sea and made to swim back to shore. Hungarian Alfred Hayos won this event, along with the 100-meter swim. According to him, his, quote, will to live completely overcame his desire to win, end quote. So that's basically the start of the quote-unquote modern Olympics, but it still had a long way to go to become the Olympics we know and love today. For one thing, women were not allowed to compete as folks thought they would become over-muscly and sterile. No lies detected, satire. Even Pierre who stated that Quote, for every man, woman, and child, it offers an opportunity for self improvement. Who also helped female participation grow sixfold, opposed females in track and field events. The 1900s Olympics, held in Paris, was the first time women were allowed to participate in the Olympics, playing tennis and golf. Of the 44 nations, there were 3,000 athletes and more than 100 of them were women. Later, in 1912, the Stockholm Games would be the first games to host competitors from all five continents. Wait, you may be thinking, aren't there six continents people live on, not five? Well, for the Olympics, they considered North and South America one continent, which is why there are five rings in the Olympic symbol instead of six. Oh, and that logo was brought to you by yours truly, Pierre de Coubertin, in 1913. It was first flown on the entrance to the Sorbonne in 1914. In the 1920s, snow sports became increasingly popular, which led to the IOC creating an international winter sports week in Chamonix, France, in 1924. 258 participants from 16 countries, mostly in Europe and America, participated in it. Everyone liked that, so two years later, the Winter Sports Week was made official as the first Winter Olympics. The final major change came in 1984, when professional athletes were allowed to attend after the IOC threw out Pierre's original wish that the modern Olympics should be for only amateur athletes. That's it for you guys. Hope you all enjoyed it. This episode was surprisingly shorter than my usual ones. And yeah, have a wonderful Thursday. Go go watch some Olympics and see you all later. Bye.